Hello and welcome to the Overlay Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, currently featuring Steven Universe, Miraculous Ladybug, and the new Powerpuff Girls, which is great, and Voltron Legendary Defender. <laughs> uh, happy anniversary to us here at the Overlay Animated Podcast. We are one year old today. Uh, hey. This is Woo! it is June twenty fourth. We're actually recording this on June twenty third, but that's okay. And uh, but we will celebrate by doing our stupidest topic to date and giving you our personal top ten favorite animated series of all time. We will go through each of our lists. Um, oh yeah, Evan said I'm Dylan Heisen, and uh, <laughs> here with me today, all who will be giving their lists are Delaney Stovall, hello, Justin Cummings, woo, and Michelle Ender. Hey guys. And shout outs to our other co-hosts who cannot be here. But uh, we will. So why is this a stupid topic? Because uh, we will be comparing animes to current generation American animated shows to uh, to uh, old school shows um, to things like you have to include things like The Simpsons on like all of the it's 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 not a good uh idea but if we're gonna do it it's gonna be on this one this anniversary podcast so uh thank you to whoever suggested this on tumblr i think it was anonymous and um we will be going through our list i want to emphasize these are our personal lists based off of only what we have seen so again these are our opinions these are not best this is favorite favorite personal list based on what we have seen there's no way to correctly rank uh, animated series like of all time it's stupid but we're going to do it anyway Dylan this says is- that and we're, one of us is going to say something he's like that's wrong you're oh wrong. yeah okay no, that, we're I, already I, trying for Delaney, that Delaney we're on the same page so that being said I am fully <laughs> going to criticize everyone's list so yeah, I just want to make oh that clear so, this is a personal list though but I'm still uh, yes but, so but Dylan I want, can still say your opinion is wrong I that's how this, this works yeah, I want to make this clear I can this physically is, say that I suppose I want to make this clear there are no wrong opinions this is our, each of our opinions. It's it's totally personal, but also there's wrong opinions. So tweet us your top ten, and Dylan can tell you you're wrong too. Yeah, if you comment with your top ten, I'll tell you why it is wrong. But it's not like my list is great to begin with. So um, here's how we're gonna do this. We're gonna go through everyone's ten. We're gonna each say our ten. Then we're gonna each say our nine. Then we're gonna say our you know like uh, and getting down to our one. If someone oh, so I'm like gonna, I suggested. So someone brings up a show. Uh, we've uh, we've done this before on previous on Spirit oh. World. Uh, if someone brings up a show and you also have it on your list after they tell why they ranked it there then you say yeah i had this here and so we're going to talk about shows once um and etc etc so first let's go through any honorable mentions i don't want to use this time to uh, to talk too much get too deep into them but if anyone has honorable mentions uh who here has honorable mentions i do me okay no (laughs) no so michelle can uh judge your honorable mentions justin how many honorable mentions do you have five i'll be brief Okay, like, quickly super run brief. through them, yeah. Uh, my five honorable mentions are 16, Codename Kids Next Door, My Life as a Teenage Robot, Bob's Burgers, and The Amazing World of Gumball. Cool stuff. Uh, anyone, uh, any of those on anyone's list? Uh, I also had um, Codename Kids Next Door. As an honorable mention or on your top ten? On my honorable mention. It almost made my top ten, though. It was yeah. really hard. Yeah, that was a good yeah. one. I didn't even think of that show. That's a good That's a good one to put on the list. Also, my, I'd also like to shout out My Life as a Teenage Robot. Great show. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, same. Love that show. Yeah. Um, Delaney, what's your honorable mentions? Uh, in addition to Codename Kids Next Door, I have, um, the, the original Powerpuff Girls, uh, Danny Phantom, and Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. 
Oh, also good. Uh, wow, I was pretty <laughs> omniscient in referencing Fosters on our Stephen. You Lewis. like, yeah, yeah, you were, you were. Yeah, I didn't even remember that show existed until uh, <laughs> until I thought it was of a good show. It was, it was a, a good, good show, show. Though, yeah. That uh, that show in my mind is like a little bit past when I was like in my prime of watching like only Nick and Cartoon Network, like but the latest yeah. yeah. So it was that like, was my show. prime. That's, yeah. So well, you guys no, are for young, me, so. my brother really liked that show, and I like watched it with him. I mean, I'm uh, only okay. a little bit older than justin but i watched it with my brother because he really liked it not that you could tell from maturity levels but true um so yeah let's let uh oh. my my <laughs> my honorable mentions just this casually is, savage this is also oh, gonna yeah. be how much can i insult like everyone on here so yeah we're gonna do that um i think michelle's immune but probably michelle's the most immune but you know <laughs> we'll, we'll see i um, take it in stride uh so here's uh if you couldn't tell this i don't care this is a more silly podcast like it's our anniversary podcast etc cetera, etc cetera. um here's my honorable mentions it's gonna be telling what's not on my list so i'm gonna start with gravity falls which would would generally Ooh, didn't make my list what? yeah that's not on my list either yo i mean there's <laughs> there's 10 slots there, there's only 10 slots but the gravity exactly. falls is number 11 um, young just <laughs> young justice honorable mention gravity falls is on uh, four you jerk uh no spoilers, spoilers geez um well, I was supposed to, if you mentioned it i was supposed to tell you what's on my list only right? not for the oh, honorable mentions true. keep up jeez. oh jeez, my god whatever um gravity fault young justice great series um we'll see if it's I on anyone need to watch it yeah. uh rick and morty um Dylan, oh, so let me briefly explain rick and morty so if i were to extrapolate rick and morty five years from now it would like make my top five but we've only had two seasons so i'm gonna say for now it's outside the top 10 let's see more of it but it's on pace to be a top five of all time show for me like that's how good it is. Just um, stress me out, Dylan. <laughs> uh jimmy neutron uh, on my honorable mentions, oh, absolutely. Why, love Jimmy why are you like this? It's uh, like torturing Delaney. <laughs> Literally, I know that's what, that's what every podcast is—is is him torturing me. So, <laughs> ah, I'm not done heart. with my honorable mentions yet. Oh my god! Ed and Eddie, which was like my favorite show. Oh yeah, that would have been. Mom hated that I watched yeah. that show. I love that, that show. Yeah. And now to get into the to the animes, no one's heard of Usagi Drop. Uh, recommend checking oh. that out. Great series. K On somehow did not make my top ten. One of my favorite all time animes. Um, and Welcome to the NHK, which is uh, one Sam and I co-sign on being really really good. So actually, yes, I'm shocked. I like yeah. giving you a lot of shade for liking K On. K On. Uh, oh, K- that's like my type of show. Come on, you know that. Oh. Right? I didn't Sorry, know that. I watch animes about uh, slice of life with cute girls. That's like all. That's all. That's all. That's literally all. That sounds like your demographic. That's, that's, that's the prototype <laughs> of that show. Okay. You're a silver spoon fan, aren't you? I don't know what that is, but oh, so I need to watch that. Okay, let's go through. Um, uh everyone's number 10 by the way one caveat for my list uh my list is heavily skewed towards like 2004 to 2009 because like that's when i watch stuff (laughs) so i'd like to point that out like this is a stupid list but um it's basically everything's in that time period um we're going to go from least important to most important uh so we're going to start with justin uh what justin what's your number 10 Wait, wait, wait. Least important show or person? Person, person. Yeah. Just to clarify, oh, person. Uh, okay. So, what's your number so, 10, you know, Justin? My sure number 10. <laughs> you know, I was going to say that this is today's my six-month anniversary with the podcast, and I was so happy oh. to be here, but now that... No, my sure number Dylan. 10 is Danny Phantom. So. Danny Phantom. There you go. That will definitely be on 
Delaney? Well, well I don't even know if Delaney. That was her honorable Danny mention. Phantom's on my honorable mention. Oh, okay. Right. You get to talk about why I like oh, it. I screamed at everything Yeah, you quickly, said. why do you like, why Danny Phantom? Uh, Danny Phantom, I, I didn't expect much from it. And I don't think, the, uh, having seen talks with the creator, he didn't really, the or the network didn't really expect much from it. But he wanted to do something different, and he did. He went deeper than just your stereotypical superhero show. He built up stuff. He had good arcs within the show. It ran, I think, three seasons. To this day, people want it to be brought back over uh, Fairly Odd Parents, which keeps getting renewed. Uh, the show it built such a good world in such a short amount of time. And honestly, it was just a fun, different kind of superhero show. Yeah. Uh, and uh, where is Danny Phantom? Michelle, Danny Phantom on your list? Uh, not no. on my list. Okay. Not on my list. Yeah, we have some. I think Sam and uh, Mel would be repping the Danny Phantom. I don't remember, but Sam would be like screaming that it's. Sam, only- <laughs> I think Sam. That might be <laughs> Sam's number one. So I'd like to. Yeah, that's oh, wow. Sam's favorite thing ever. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Danny Phantom. I feel like was uh, was along with Foster's like slightly past my prime yeah, for completely viewing. That's a little older. It's a little, yeah. Like me and Michelle are like the old people of the group, so it's like a little bit past our time. Elderly. But, yeah. Um, and by past our time, I mean we were like in middle school, not in. Yeah, we school, were at the right? age where it was like suddenly not cool to watch as yeah, many exactly, cartoons anymore, yeah. and then we got a little older than that, and we yeah. went back. Like Jimmy yeah, Neutron, My Life as a Teenage Robot, those were shows that like when I was just constantly watching Nick and yeah. Cartoon Network. Yeah, so that it's it's totally dependent on time period. Um, uh, Michelle, what is your number ten? Um, number ten is Princess Tutu. It is an anime. Has anyone else seen it? I don't think anyone else has no. it. Has anyone I, seen it? I'm familiar really with it. I have not watched it. I can attest to that it is good from what I've seen. Yeah. It, it qualifies as a magical girl show, but it's kind of more about like ballet. Um, and it's about a, a duck who wants to help a prince and she is transformed into a human and goes to a ballet school. And it's really great. And it actually has like really deep emotional appeal and really good character arcs and a super satisfying ending and explores concepts of fate and free will. And it's really good. And you should watch it. You totally skated over the part where she was a duck. I love that. Like, I'm just like, I want to get <laughs> that all the way. It's so responsible. Like, keep talking. <laughs> it's, really, you know, it's a really good show. It has a very silly title, which I think is what automatically turns a lot of people off. But Princess Tutu's quality, quality nice, stuff. Nice, cool stuff. I assume there will be more animes no one has heard of as we continue down. Probably. Uh, Delaney, <laughs> what is your number 10? Um, Justin already mentioned it. Um, Fairly Odd Parents pre-poof. I have a uh, <laughs> Okay, Poof's not that bad. Poof's better than the new girl. So, Delaney... Delaney, Fairly Odd Parents, also my number ten, so we can talk about it at once. So why, oh, cool. why, why talk about Fairly Odd Parents for you? I just loved Fairly Odd Parents, like, and my brother helped me kind of make this list because cartoons were always very much it's a me and him thing. Like we watched kind of all the same cartoons, and it was like, what should be my number ten? And just we, I have seen like every single episode of Fairly Odd Parents like numerous times, aside from like the newer ones. You know, like when Poof happened, my brother and I were like, we're noping out of here fast, but it's just. Um, Grant, we were also at that age where, like, oh, I don't really want to watch Fairly Odd Parents anymore. But, like, Fairly Odd Parents, like, also, like, it was just, like, it was just funny and great, and all the characters are fun. And, like, it's it's still one of those cartoons where, like, you know, bad things happened, but, and, like, the characters learned from it. And it was kind of like you kind of hated people when they did stuff, but you were all slow, like, oh, I love all of them. Like, Timmy's great, even though he's annoying. And, you know, Cosmo is, like, the dumbest character ever. It just, I, I mean, Cosmo. who didn't want. Who didn't want, you know, you know, fairy godparents and just this whole like mythology and these fairy godparents? 
And also, Fairly Odd Parents was part of my favorite thing in my childhood, which is one half of the Jimmy Timmy Power Hours, which is, I still believe, one of the greatest animation things to ever happen was the Jimmy Timmy Power Hours. And the stuff they did with Fairly Odd Parents. Like, we, ref- we referenced it on a Powerpuff Girls episode, like, the um, on Viral Spiral, they had an episode that was very similar to the um, Fairly Odd Parents movie that... Th- I don't, I don't, I don't think it's the Fairly Odd Parents movie, but it's one of them where you know they're going through the TV. Like, there's just so many iconic episodes, and it's just it's quality. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, again, Fairly Odd, Fairly Odd Parents also my number ten. Um, it's 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 hard. It's easy to forget now, but I think this was my favorite show at one point when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, it's I. It's just so. Re- it's really good, and it's easy to forget that looking back. But um, mm-hmm. it's just like I don't know. I was looking at uh thread on CEO uh, this weekend um it was like this comic about uh Trixie uh dressing up as uh Justin's having issues but dressing up as uh the like a guy to look at the comic books like that one episode and it's right, like yeah. yeah and I was like um flashbacks wow um that episode is great uh yeah this this show is just wonderful um my first and the songs it's one of the first shows really we have like these songs you know, yes. like, you know, we yeah. have like, the theme song. Like, yeah, there's songs. Theme songs great. My favorite thing ever when I was younger was the theme song to the movie when it, they were all. Oh, uh, I remember chips, the movie. Which was yes. like the, the best thing yes. ever. Um, the other shout out to have is that uh, one of my earliest fandom interactions was going on the Nick.com forums to uh, <laughs> talk about <laughs> Fairly Odd Parents and Jimmy Neutron. And um, there was a, and I read fanfics about Fairly Odd Parents and Jimmy Neutron when I was like 10. And this was like actually like it was like what, what's that like mid two thousands right? And uh, right. the best the best story about that I think I've told this on the podcast before is I was reading a Jimmy Neutron fic and someone wanted to uh, it was a Jimmy uh, Jimmy Cindy fic and someone asked one of the moderators whether they could end their uh, fic with a kiss on the cheek because they were worried that would break Nick dot com rules because there's no <laughs> kissing allowed and oh uh, it was approved so I think and so yeah that was uh, and also that what at one point Cindy told Jimmy to like drop dead and everyone was like shocked and like oh my god it's so horrible I didn't say that but yeah this was like my show at one point in my life and it's just really it's I think it's just gonna hold up and it's really incredible um Justin number nine my number nine is fairly odd parents okay you should now you're supposed to say that you're oh, supposed to be you're just waiting to I was gonna person. pipe up okay briefly get, get briefly get in on this yeah okay um I like I said I I do enjoy this show I, I was kind of hard on it earlier when talking about Danny Phantom but to its credit, I think even past poof, because I mean, I guess I, I don't know why. Get out of here with your poof. Like, the, the, the show Poof's doesn't exist past poof, okay? Like, okay, no, it did, because then they added Sparky, who I thought would apparently be Apparently, the show is still going. Bad. Is that a yeah, thing? Yeah, it's still, still, going. It's still like, going. That's Yeah, I'm going to ignore that part, but okay. Added a yeah, second I- God Kid, and that to me is when it finally went downhill. But to its credit, even post-poof episodes still feel like Fairly Odd Parents. SpongeBob kind of jumped the shark around season four. Fairly Odd Parents took nine seasons to finally start dropping. The fact that they kept their quality for that long and still had original ideas, it still felt fresh, it still felt unique. The amount of pop culture references they made and the number of celebrities they brought in. They had That's Adam true. West as Adam West before Family Guy had Adam West as Adam West. They started that. And it was hilarious. Yeah. Pretty yeah. good pitch. And teen pop sensation, Britney Britney. <laughs> yeah! Oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, oh, That's nostalgia for right now. Yeah, yeah. A lot of stuff. Feature probably podcast. That show was just brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Justin, just want to warn you now. Uh, if SpongeBob is in your top three, 
You have to uh, leave. You will be oh, kicked out in- of the podcast. I just want to warn not, you that ahead of time. It's not so, in my top ten. So at all. rearrange the list if you need to. <laughs> not it's, on my list. It's not on your. Okay, good. I thought like, I'd have to kick Justin, you out. Justin, like, but. it's like speaking about SpongeBob on the podcast is like forbidden. <laughs> no, we, I, why? There's so many forbidden things. No, 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 no. If there's any, if there's, good. A, there's <laughs> Michelle getting hysterical about my role. There's so much so history and why we don't talk <laughs> we about. We gotta even make this No, if any, if any podcast is fair game for SpongeBob, it's this one. Um, but if it's in your top three, you're getting kicked out. I just want to point that. Okay, let's keep going. Michelle, what is your number nine? Oh, my number nine is Bojack Horseman. Oh, I, wish I, was, recently... I wish it was Spongebob. That would have been funny. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just okay. Um, I love Bojack Horseman. I only watched it pretty recently, and I was super blown away by how much I liked it. I think I went in thinking it was going to be one thing, and it turned out to be pretty different. But it's really good. Have any of you seen Bojack Horseman yet? Have not. It's have, on my I, list. It's I, I have yeah. on my list. Like, just recommended it last night. I'll get it to is, it. It is Basically, in consideration for future podcast coverage for the record. Basically, right. it's Ooh. like it takes place in a world where humans and anthropomorphic animals live, like coexist and have like jobs and houses and like lives. And Bojack Horseman is like a washed up old 1990s sitcom person like akin to like Family Guy, I guess. Um, his show is called Horsing Around. And he since like kind of like a really big jerk to like everyone and he's super depressed a lot and it's just like a really interesting depiction of like an unlikable character um and there are like a bunch of people in the cast who are also like equally complicated and interesting and it's just like it's just one of those shows i can't imagine how they pitched it and got it like greenland but like it really really works um super clever um i like it a lot i would recommend it for sure yeah i've heard nothing but incredible things about that yeah, show it's really good so. Uh, at some point, I'll definitely watch it at some point. Uh, Delaney, what is your number nine? Uh, unsurprisingly, it is Jimmy Neutron. Nice. Ah. Like, again, like, I, you know, Jimmy Timmy Power Hours. Like, literally, that was, like, the peak of Delaney's existence was Jimmy Timmy Power Hours. But I just love Jimmy Neutron. Like, I like I still watch, I have the movie on videotape, and I still watch it and cry. And I mean, I literally, videotape is not on DVD. I have it on video. What's that? <laughs> and, <laughs> and I just... Like, and part of it's, like, growing up, you know, I've always loved the character, you know, like, like Hermione, like, nerd characters, and to watch a show like Jimmy Neutron that's smart and funny and, like, yeah, like, Jimmy, like, yeah, Jimmy's kind of a nerd, but, like, and people kind of are mean to him, but it's also, like, not about that, like, and Jimmy's yeah. friends. I even watched, um... Sheen, the spinoff for Sheen for a while. Wow, so sorry. that show! So sorry. That show was terrible, but I loved it because, <laughs> like, Sheen was, like, just, like, a quality character. I just, every, like, like just everything about Jimmy Neutron was great. Like, parents to Goddard, like, all of it is just, it's just, I really wish there would have been more Jimmy Neutron. Like, that show really, I think, was a little ahead of its time, and it really could have gone, I think there really could have been more to Jimmy Neutron. And it's kind of one of those shows I think you're shocked to find out that it really doesn't have – it didn't run for that long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to add – this is kind of a stupid comment, but I, I don't necessarily like this. But at, at the time when I was a kid, it felt pretty validating to see, like, super nerdy Jimmy yeah. as, like, this really right. cool figure. Like, yeah, that was pretty mm-hmm. important Same, in my life, I like, think. Yeah. I mean, it was uh, definitely a big part of, like, how me growing up is, like, yeah. watching Jimmy Neutron and – Delaney, please talk for 30 <laughs> seconds to a minute about Jimmy and Cindy shipping. Oh, man. oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, God. Should... Okay, like, please, I, I... please tell us about the episode where they're on the desert island and how that was like the most fanfic oh, wish for the world type thing. Oh, my God. I don't remember just... that. All of it. That episode. No, just every. No, the bet. No, the most shippy episode is where Jimmy and Cindy swip, swap, uh, swap oh, yeah. bodies. 
Yeah. I do remember that episode. That is my favorite episode. I love the stupid thing where they have like their bodies up and they keep dragging things. Can Jimmy whistle? <laughs> they like drag for like on a computer trying to decide who has what traits. <laughs> like that is the best episode. Yeah. And just who didn't ship Jimmy and Cindy? Yeah, like yeah. Like it was hello. The best. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Well, do you have any neutron uh, on anyone else's list? No, okay. No. Nope. Good. It was on my honorable mention. Also, remember, Timmy yeah. and Cindy, because of Jimmy and Timmy Power Hour, is also good stuff. Nope, nope. No, no, no cross show ships, please. Not allowed on this <laughs> Except podcast. the best part is it was real because they actually <laughs> like had crossover. Oh, was wait. That... They did have a crossover. She's been That's saying true. it for like it 10 minutes. It was really minutes, weird okay. looking at Timmy in 3D animation. Only they been saying so it for lucky. 10 minutes. Anyway, <laughs> my number nine is Toradora, uh, which is an anime from late mid 2000s um actually heard of it this is the best rom-com ever made uh the frequent joke you will find is toradora best love story ever told um it is uh i mean i can't recommend the series enough it's absolutely wonderful it's got the like best uh like tone type it's like it's just it feels so like great to watch it's like subversive but like also like earnest and funny um taiga is like the best and i love her and um yeah, this is just like a super good series. Uh, like, I, this is one series I can, without qualification, say like, just watch it. Like, I think everyone would enjoy it. Um, let's go to. I assume no one uh, on Torador is on their list, but yes, let's go. Justin, what is your number eight? I don't even know how to spell what you just said, but no, my number eight is regular show. You're you're ah. such a youngin. Like, like you're I'm eighteen. Oh, I, I, I need to put Adventure Time on my honorable mentions, by the way. It's not on my list somehow. Anyway, yeah. Um, regu- talk about Regular Show briefly, yes. Okay. Regular Show, it came out a couple months after Adventure Time. It helped start Cartoon Network's uh, renaissance of cartoons right alongside Adventure Time. But what Regular Show does, they take that episodic format that can grow so contrived. They keep it fresh. They... They make it absurd without ever feeling outside of like their universe's laws of absurdity. But what truly makes it wonderful is it's such a love letter to the 1980s. Like You can tell just the amount of heart poured into this show. They spent two episodes from two different seasons on a war between VHS, DVD, the internet, and Laserdisc, where Floppy Disk and 8-Track also get involved. It's just an insane show. They, they do things that you never thought they would reference on Cartoon Network. They play great music. It's just a fun, episodic love letter to the 1980s. Plain and simple. And it's probably one of the best pairs I've ever seen, Mordecai and Rigby. They're the ultimate bros. Cool. Uh, yeah, I've heard good things about that show, but it's always that's always, like, way too new age for, you know. It, only only oh. you, the youngin, would be into it, but, you know. So I can, I can safely say it's not on our list, correct? Is that yeah. the one with the bird? Is that yeah, what that show the bird is? and the <laughs> raccoon. <laughs> the one with the bird. Is that That's the all with the I bird? Says it okay. all. Cool stuff. <laughs> Literally yeah. don't watch Ballroom that. Ballroom Blitz by the Sweet. That made my life. Okay, that is a good song. Uh, we'll say that. Anyway, um, Michelle, you're number eight. <laughs> my number eight is. <laughs> is it SpongeBob? <laughs> SpongeBob seasons one to three. Oh, and I'm gonna explain this. No, 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 it's not the third. You know, I made this list for me. I'm gonna seasons one through three were absolutely fantastic, Dylan. And when it came out, it was 
it was a game changer. I think for a lot of shows, it really impacted the kind of style they went for. And it was consistently funny, consistently smart, had great animation gags. Like, it was an all-around amazing show. And I think that's why it turned into such, like, a marketable, like, monster of a yeah. thing. And, like, regardless of, like, how, like, terrible the show probably is now since it's been running for forever, like, those first three seasons were top-notch, um, super classic. And that's why, like, there are still SpongeBob memes from those three seasons, like, floating around on, like, social media everywhere now. It's because it's still really funny and relevant and great. So I love, I love those seasons. I think they're very, like, they're very high quality. Delaney, is SpongeBob on your list? No. Okay, so uh, 30 seconds is the most I will ever say about uh, the earnestly about SpongeBob. So er- early SpongeBob actually is incredible. Yeah, um, it it's, is. It's some of the most influential uh, in the world of animation. I feel like it spawned all of the kind of random type humor that we've gotten from Cartoon Network type things. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think SpongeBob is a top five animated series of all time, but it's never making my list because I'm too cynical about it. But like, early SpongeBob That's how was, I feel. was defining, and um, it's, yeah, it's, I, I, loved it as a kid too i assume but yeah you just yeah. Like, watched it i've just seen the early episodes like a million times each without ever me too specifically on syndication because they like, just play it over so and over yeah, like, so. i literally my brother and i watched this yesterday we watched steven universe and then the powerpuff girls then it was spongebob or whatever like we slipped we were flipping around and like yep watch spongebob for like four hours uh, Mich- michelle what yeah. is the best spongebob episode you're not allowed to say band geeks <laughs> oh! not fair no <laughs> what Sure. Um. Oh, Jesus! This is not. Can't even name. Can't even name another episode. They're also like blob together. That's right? not true. Well, yeah, it is kind of blob together. I was gonna say either the one with Wormy or the one, the very first one. Welcome to the Chum Bucket. When when like SpongeBob and Mr. Krabs have that amazing like rock song where they miss each other. Yeah. I'll, I'll say the, both first, really great. the first salty Splatoon episode. I feel like I, I really like oh, it. Oh, really good. Um, Frank and yeah. Doodle. Frank and Doodle's so good! My favorite is oh, the one, I, I can't remember the name of it. It's Loser. Loser. That's my fave. That's that episode. It's my favorite oh, episode. That's very descriptive, Delaney. Oh, you know exactly I, yeah. what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. You can okay. just say it's references. Kevin. It's with like, Kevin. It's the best you know episode. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, at some point, we'll probably have to talk about SpongeBob, but probably. for now, that's it's over. Very it's done. Important. Delaney, what's your number eight? Uh, you might be surprised it's not higher, but Scooby Doo. I'm a little and, surprised. Yeah, actually, yeah, I Scooby Doo should be on my list somewhere. Yeah. So um, I'm going to say like there are so many like versions of Scooby Doo. Uh, I'm particularly talking about here um, Scooby Doo Where Are You, which is the original Scooby Doo. Yeah. But then there, I've also like What's New Scooby Doo is great. A pup named Scooby Doo is a treasure and mm-hmm. just the best. Um, I haven't. I've seen a little bit of. Um, it's not the newest Scooby Doo, but it's the one before that. I think it was Mystery Incorporated, and then now there's like a new Scooby Doo that I haven't seen. But yeah. um, I just Scooby Doo like I like when I was little. I you know how kids have imaginary friends, right? I didn't have like my. I didn't make mine up. I had the entire Scooby Doo gang, and like as I'm laying on my bed right now, I have like a giant stuffed Scooby. <laughs> like Scooby-Doo has been like such a like big part of my life. Like I love Scooby-Doo. I grew up watching it with my parents. My parents love Scooby-Doo. I identified with the character Velma so hard and just everything about Scooby-Doo is just great. Like it's like, it's such, like Scooby-Doo is classic cartoon. Like it's Scooby-Doo has like, it's done so much for animation and like, just and the fact that Scooby Doo has been on for so long, everyone knows what Scooby Doo is. There's been so many um, renditions of Scooby Doo. Like Scooby Doo will never end. And but so great about that is that 
the way Scooby-Doo works is that it will never have to end, and it can't really be bad because Sco- it's just a mystery show. Like they just, <laughs> they just have to, they just have to unmask the villain, and it's just great. Grand Scooby-Doo has changed a lot. Like it's, um, you know, we've had. We have new tidbits on characters here and there, and they do really interesting things. I'm not going to say anything like Scooby-Doo's like super in depth, or, but I mean, there's, I mean, Scooby-Doo like SpongeBob has really like it's kind of like transcended itself. Like everyone knows what Scooby-Doo is, wow. and it's just like such an icon. And you can't really like what's what's bad to say about yes, Scooby-Doo. It's great. Yes, yes, yes. Original Scooby-Doo uh, aired 69 and 70, and if you yep. watch it now, oh, it's wow. still really good. Oh, like, yeah. it's just right. really I've good. never yeah. seen it. Arguably, it's the best Scooby-Doo. Like, the Michelle, older gotta, Scooby-Doo Yeah, better. I think I think old Scooby-Doo is the best. Yeah, you gotta watch it, Michelle. Um, I honestly think it, like, holds up know, well. Man. Most old things I don't think hold up well, but, like, original scooby Even the animation good. holds up. Like, it's not yeah. just, like, the. it's also visually it still holds up. Yeah. On on an objective uh, ranking of um, like animated series, like not favorites, like we're doing, I think this is a, easily a top five animated. Yeah, series of all like time. yeah, definitely. Like yeah. I mean, Scooby Doo has st- stood the test of time, and it will continue yeah. to stand the test yeah. of time. Um, speaking of other, uh, speaking of another top five objective series that should be on there, my number eight is The Simpsons. Um, yeah. mm, the fact that yes. I have The Simpsons and Toradora back to back on, I have Simpsons, it's like sandwiched by animes is the stupidest thing. Like this list is so <laughs> stupid, but I've probably seen over half of The Simpsons episodes in existence at some point. Like I watched a lot when I was younger of the old ones. I will say modern Simpsons, I did not currently watching episode to episode, still very good. Um, uh, but classic Simpsons is some of the best TV ever. So, like, what's there to say? It's it's uh, you, uh, people underrate like the narrative and the characterization. Um, just yeah, like classic whatever you define classic Simpsons as um, is not just is the best TV, uh, not just animation. So, I mean, it's hard not to put it on the list. Putting it number eight is stupid, but whatever. Um, to me, there's almost like a separate list. Like, I wanted to put Animaniacs and Looney Tunes yeah. and all the stuff, but it's like that's yeah. almost like its own conversation. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the, the the idea would be to put those on this list, but it's too hard to rank, right? So that's how, that's that's. I mean, yeah. I almost Animaniacs was at first my ten, and then I changed it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Justin seven. Uh, my seven is an anime no one's probably ever heard of, uh, Log Horizon. Uh, I feel like I've heard of it, but I've not seen it. Uh, tell uh, me basically, it. imagine if Sword Art Online didn't go downhill. It's the same kind of idea. It's people trapped in a video game. But it's it's basically flipped. When the players trapped in the game die, they respawn like it's a regular video game. The NPCs, however, if they're killed, that's it. They're done. And so it takes this kind of idea of truly living in an MMO with MMO aspects and mechanics, no deus ex machina stuff, truly having to use the systems. And uh, it's only gone two seasons now. I think the manga and the books go farther, though. It's only two seasons They've really built so much of the world, and they've gone so in-depth with questions like, what, how would this work? How would that work? Uh, the flavor text of the items actually start coming true. It really dives in, and I think it's the it's a bold claim, but I'd say it's the best trapped-in-the-video-game-esque show there is. It truly, the leader is a scribe mage. Cool. It kind of flips all the traditions. Cool I want to watch this. It's so good. It takes, <laughs> I will say, it, it starts kind of tropey it takes maybe six episodes to really hit its stride but once it gets there once they kind of have the whole crew together it really does start getting good uh yeah cool stuff uh no no further mentions of sword out online hopefully in this podcast although i agree to that rule season one was incredible okay let's continue michelle what's your number seven 
Uh, my number seven is an anime called Kaiba, which I think most people don't know about. It's really, really great, though. It's kind of weird. It's probably not everyone's cup of tea. The story is basically about this um, boy who wakes up and he doesn't have any recollection of who he is. He has this huge hole in his chest and he has a, a locket with a picture of a girl inside who he doesn't know. And it's basically about him traveling around to other worlds trying to regain his memories um, and find out who this girl is. Um, it's it's really, really interesting. I think it's one of those shows that's that really excels at um, characterization um, and just, like, talking about, like, morality um, and choices and, like, just, like, very deep, like, emotional connections between people and just, like, all those abstract things that, like, are easier to portray through action than they are through, like, words. And it's just such a, it's such an interesting show visually. It's very wacky. It has, like, a really, like, crazy soundtrack, but it's super cool, and I think it's one of those, like, hidden gems, to be honest. It's such a good show. Cool stuff. Uh, yeah, I assume we have a lot of uh, commenters let us know if you've uh, heard of any of these. If you've seen Kaiba, about, I'll be right? so happy. Any, any of any of us, like there's going to be more random enemies, right? I'd like to briefly clarify. I meant first half of season one of Sword Art Online. <laughs> first half. Of, Thank no, you. not talking about the second. First half. Okay. You didn't um, like the LAO arc where he falls in love with his cousin? No, <laughs> Delaney. Let's talk. What is your number seven? Okay, my six and seven are like, uh, they could maybe be either way, but right now I have Kim Possible. Ah, okay. it's, yeah. it's yeah. shocker, it's not Irish. Delaney and Mel have podcasted on Kim Possible, you can check that out. Uh, yeah, briefly, Kim Possible. Uh, Kim Possible is just great, and it's, uh, again, I think a cartoon that was uh, a little bit before its time, and also during kind of like what I would consider the prime of Disney animation. Like, Disney doesn't really do a lot of cartoons anymore, or granted, it's different now, Disney XD, it's almost weird. But, um, like, it's, it's just, you know, best friend, like, you have this, like, they flip, um, like, gender norms in this show so much, and the... And it can be a little tropey at times, but it's also, but it also makes a lot of the tropes. Like, it's, this is, like, it's a comic book show without being a comic book. And it's, you know, the, you know, the bumbling sidekick is the male best friend, and we have this super cool cheerleader, but she's not really, like, she, she's not that stereotypical cheerleader. Like, yeah, Kim... Kim's super popular and all this stuff, but you know she can do anything, and it's just oh, just so much feminism and just awesome in this show. It was great animation, like it was fun to watch. Um, they had two movies, they uh, which arguably some of the best Disney original movies ever. Uh, Kim Possible, Sitch in Time, and Kim Possible, So the Drama, and. <laughs> They even came back, and we kind of had, like, this weird fan fiction season where they came back for season four, and, like, everything you ever wanted to happen ever happened, because it was the season where Kim and Ron dated, and it was awesome, and we even had, like, a graduation episode, just Rufus, the Naked Mole rap, like, Kim Possible's just great, and it's one of those, it's another one of those iconic shows, and it just, it did a lot for, and it's, and, like, Mel and I talked about on the podcast it, which please go listen to. It took a lot of attempts to get that podcast to happen. Um, it like it carries on the tradition of that Buffy introduced of like, um, like what you know we can we can have female protagonists and just it's just great. Yeah. One uh, thing I always liked about Kim Possible is that it was one of those shows that was like funny on a level that like adults could also appreciate like it was one of the few shows i could watch with like my dad and he would be laughing like just as much as me which as a kid i thought was like really cool is is it on anyone else's list uh, uh no 
a lot of people no, are going to be happy. No, but it's very good. Right <laughs> yeah, for some reason, I just never, I just never uh, saw it. But yeah, great, a lot of uh, iconic show, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, so let's keep going. My number seven is uh, the melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya, um, which is a class. I mean, it's not classic, like mid two thousands, but iconic modern anime. I'm starting um, to know what kind of anime you like now. I mean, it's least. another slice of it's life. Literally like, slice yeah. of life. That's all you need to know, Michelle. With cute girls. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, Haruhi is uh, starts as this and becomes uh, like a much deeper story, much like one I will talk about later. Um, this show's incredible. Um, I it's i mean i don't know like it's like a defining show in dylan's life like haruhi's uh like a great character like the plot of the show is wonderful i love what the show does like with um with a lot of like stuff with like the television medium it does really interesting things um and just the general story of it's great like this is a classic uh classic modern anime anyway uh also very defining uh this is another one i'd recommend to everyone uh six justin before you kill me this is only so low because I have not gotten a chance to rewatch it yet. My number six is The Legend of Korra. Okay, uh, I was wondering when we get bad. to it. Uh, that was bad. very low, but yes. Uh, I, I so only we're going to talk about Korra it. four times. So why six? It was five. I moved it okay, down. That's not the answer I'm, I'm looking for. Why not, is it not? Why better. is it not number one? Literally, because it, it's personal favorites, and I like Korra yeah. a lot. I love. I loved watching it. At one point, I thought it was better than Avatar. I recently rewatched Avatar. I forgot how much I loved it. Yeah. I think a Korra rewatch, I would, it would probably bump it up to one or two. But for me, I mean, it's great as a show. I think as an animated series, it's probably one of the best of all time. But as far as my personal favorites, I connect to it, but just not as much as my top five. Okay, cool stuff. Um, plenty, well, plenty of time to talk about Korra and Avatar. So, uh, Michelle, what's your number six? Um, another anime, Hunter x Hunter. Anybody heard of this one? I didn't expect Michelle to bring heard of it. the 10, I random, love Hunter the 10 x random anime list. Like, it's not random. Apparently it's the very obscure popular. anime list. Yeah, it's Michelle, not obscure. Michelle's like, 10 favorite <laughs> shows. So That's mad. my time to put the 10 weirdest animes I know. No, have. it's oh, not yeah. weird. <laughs> it's really sure. not. It's, it's actually mainstream. Hunter. It's okay. mainstream. It's really good. It's about this um young boy named um Gonfrisis who... He his his father like left him at a super young age on an island, and he decides to go find him. But he also wants to be um what's called a hunter, which is somebody who like um if you're like a good enough like like specimen to like pass all these tests, you get to like specialize in something like treasure hunting or like at being an explorer. It's like a very prestigious like position. So he trains to be a hunter. It's about him like meeting all these other people who also want to be hunters and going through all these tests. And like the unfolding of world building and just some of the it's it's kind of long, but it stays like really, really consistently good. It's some of the again, like I, I'm a huge like character person. So it has some really, really great characters in it. Super interesting stories. Um, and it's just like it's one of those things you can like serial watch and be like super engrossed in and like have to remember to eat because it's so good. (laughs) Such a good show. Really, you should should, if you like like adventure type shows, like Hunter x Hunter is for you. Now I'm wondering if Michelle's gonna have like One Piece Naruto on her list. Like we'll see. (laughs) We'll we'll see. Bleach. Bleach. Yeah. Shout outs to those three because people are gonna be asking why wasn't One Piece on your list? Like okay. Um, Delaney, what's your number six? 
I just want to point out, I realize I made a terrible, terrible mistake and Ruby isn't on my list. And I need to like make that an Wait, honorable why? mention. No, I don't think that's a mistake. I think <laughs> Ruby should not be on the top 10 list. Like, let's be real. It's not a top But like, I should have, like, I didn't even think about it. Which yeah, is because there's yeah, a reason for that. It's because it's, it's nowhere near it's close because, to it's these because, shows. This is true. Because the, last, because the season we just watched was horrible. But, um, I, but I still love don't, Ruby don't, anyway. Don't, okay. don't say that. We we got past the, the trolls. Right. Come on. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um. So my number six is, and Dylan's not going to be shocked at all, Teen Titans. Yeah. Oh, this was my show. I didn't yes. watch it. This. Talk briefly Teen Titans, yes. So, uh, again, like, cartoons, very, very, like, growing up, my brother and I, like, we did it, we do everything together, and watching Teen Titans, like, that is, like, our, that is our show. Um, before Teen Titans actually aired, I used to, like, me and my brother had a game. We were like, oh, we're going to be superheroes. We're the teen team. And so, like, Teen Titans was like, oh, my God, look. They, like, made this TV show for us. And just, like, like Raven is such, like, just, I don't Teen Titans, again, like, I'm going to keep saying this about all these shows. Teen Titans is kind of, like, the beginning, but also still a little bit ahead of its time of, um, like, we've always had animated um, comic book character shows. But Teen Titans was kind of the first um, animated uh you know, superhero series that it didn't really feel like a superhero series. Like it wasn't like super comic booky, but it just obviously it is. Like, and of course, it, it, it leans a little bit more on the anime side of things. But it's just like Teen Titans is just awesome, and of course, everyone's super offended that Teen Titans Go exists. But like Teen Titans, just like everything about Teen Titans is awesome. The characterization, just the relationships, and like the animation style, and I just it's I just wish there was more of it, and I just missed that show a lot, and it was just fabulous. Cool stuff. Justin, is Teen Titans in your top five? It, it's actually not on my list. What? But it is, it, <laughs> but it is a great show. Either. But it is a great show. Yeah, no, and to it's, its credit, it put Deathstroke in the mainstream long before Arrow did. Okay, like, that's, that's how people that's, knew wow, who this character that's was. That's super important. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, It is! Um, <laughs> uh, Teen Titans also not on my list. But yeah, I mean, it's it's it's. I watched it occasionally. A very good show. Um, where were we? Those was your six, right? Yeah. Okay, I'll start things off. We're going to talk about the show four times. My number six is Steven Universe. Um, Steven Universe. How do I have Steven Universe higher what? than you? I have been higher than you, too. Steven I knew mine would be higher than yours. Justin. That's not the question. Like, so like oh, I no. talked about with Rick and Morty, Steven Universe is a show that's being punished because it is not finished. Uh, so I don't yeah. know where it will end up here. But like, what I, it is a show that's only aired for uh, a season and a half, and it's already six of all time on my list. Like, that's super high. I think you guys are too high on it. But um, it's like, it's, it's uh, yeah, I mean, we talk about Steven Universe all the time. Like, it's an incredible show. Um, I think it has the potential to end up uh, number three on my list easily. Um, we'll get into it more with other people's lists. Michelle or Justin, what's your number five? My number five, this is one you and I both at least have enjoyed, Code Lyoko. Yeah. Uh, you talk about it, then I'll talk about it. It's my number four. <gasps> Yay! Uh, how do you have a show higher than I do? Well, I'll talk about like, it. Talk about Code Lyoko. Oh, okay. All right, uh, Code Lyoko. This was a show that, this was like one of the first ones that really I got into and just fell in love with and wanted to see more. Um, I don't think I ended up reading fan fiction for this, but this was when I started coming up with all these fan theories. I was maybe, I was young, young, young when the show started. Six when I actually started, yeah. So I, I fell in love with it. It's one of the first shows. I, I had to get home from school to watch it. Every I've seen every episode, every season. I've rewatched it, played all the video games. Season five was terrible. Don't watch it. It's a spinoff. Just something about this show is just magical to me. Just the idea of video games and computer worlds saving the day. 
I, I love it to this day. Yeah. I can't help it. Yeah, it's my number four. This show is like perfect for when I watched it. Kodoko was my original fandom. It's always going to be very special to me. Um, I went to TVTome.com to discuss Kodoko. TVTome does not exist anymore. The predecessor to TV.com, which then led me to Jake, which then led me to Dongbufeng, which then led me to the Avatar fandom. Like, it's all connected. Um, this is the show's incredible. Um, uh, it's I need to rewatch it, but it was just absolutely magical. Like it's yeah, it's it's I don't know. It's like this just for like a, like uh, the age I watched it. It's um, always going to be super special to me. And yeah, I don't know. I should definitely do a rewatch, and we should do something with this on the podcast. Because yes, that, we should. Is that the show where everyone has like big heads and they go into the three D world? Big, yes, big that's literally all right. Big I foreheads, saw, like, excuse me. Yes. But honestly, I also do think <laughs> it's gen- genuinely an incredible show, though. Um, but yeah, the Lyoko Warriors live I on could- forever. I did watch Code Lyoko. Um, I didn't get into it until like my brother really liked it, and I was like, "You're stupid. This show is stupid." I think if I if I had, I really would have liked it if I'd watched more of it. I did end up liking it. Spoilers. It's I didn't. Not, it's not I stupid. It's incredible. It. Okay. Yeah, no, I I wish I'd got. I wish I had been more into it. Yeah, Michelle, what is your number five? My number five is Hey Arnold. I have a lot of feelings about this show. I think same streaming somewhere. especially for the age I was when I was watching it, it was like right when I was like the same age as Arnold and just I and I lived in like a really small town. So I think for me, it was really interesting to see what like life in like as like an inner city kid would have been like. And I feel like like the depictions of like childhood were like very resonant with me um, for real life. And I like Helga Pataki is like literally my favorite female character ever. I identified <laughs> so much with Helga because I was a huge tomboy and I was like really angry all the time when I was little. And I loved her. And I, I loved like the style. Um, I love the music. I, I just, I, and that, that show had like so much heart, you know, so much you wouldn't expect. Um, such a good show. And I'm, I am like over the moon about the Jungle Book movie finally coming out. The yeah. Jungle movie. It's like it's jungle, like amazing. After ten years, there's also <laughs> yeah. the Jungle movie with Arnold is going to be. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people just, like are so high on Hey Arnold. Like it's such yeah. a good show. You'll, con- great. you'll constantly hear, "Oh, that show was like an adult the cartoon disguised as a kid cartoon." But yeah, I remember being really a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They they touched on a lot of adult themes like child neglect, like alcohol. Yeah. Anyone? Yeah. Anyone's list? No. Um, no. But yeah, I think that this is one that people will be happy that you brought up here. Yeah. So nice job. Um, Delaney, you're number five. Rick and Morty. Okay. Because, like, I, I do, like, I completely understand, like, Dylan's thing with, like, it's not over yet, and we only have this many episodes, but, like, I know how I am, and I know, like, <laughs> and it's also about, like, this, I mean, this is the list I made now, and, like, this obviously things I watch currently and that I love are going to be on this list, and Rick and Morty isn't perfect, and yeah, we only have two seasons, and I just, where is season, it should be coming. It's, like, coming soon, but... Rick and Morty is just, like, it's... Of course I love Rick and Morty. It's this dark, messed up, like, backwards Doctor Who thing, and it's just awesome, and it's so funny, and the sci-fi, and it's just... Rick and Morty's just awesome. Like, it's... And it's and it's an adult cartoon in the way that Family Guy isn't, and it's not annoying or, like, horrible or gross. Like, they just... I mean, okay, it can be gross sometimes, but, like, it's not, like, hor- it's not the way Family Guy is, and I just, Rick and Morty's just great, and Rick is such an interesting character, and I just love that show. It's so yeah. good. Yeah, I mean, like, this and Steven Universe are the only shows I'd even consider putting on a top ten list, right? right? Like, those that are still airing, I mean, it's it's only aired for two seasons, but, like, it's incredible. It's I mean, so, yeah. so good. Uh, 
my number five is Clanad. Um, if Allie were here, she would freak out now. Oh my so, Clanad uh, is the best slice of life anime so of all time. <laughs> um, so, uh, so there's season one of Clanad, which is like pretty good, and then there's the Clanad after story, which is the most emotional thing uh, that's ever been created in the history of the world, and it's uh, it's like pure magic. There's like a three episode stretch in the after story, which is like pure catharsis when you watch it, and is like the best thing ever. Um, Clanad like all the it's it's one of those shows that goes through all the arcs of all the girls it's uh it's based on a visual novel so it does that type of thing and all the, all the characters are interesting they're all well presented and then it like it's special because it's like okay we're gonna go through all the romantic possibilities then it they like okay we're gonna tell the life of we're gonna like have him marry one of them and like tell the life of <laughs> of them together and that's the after story and it's like what it's so good it's so good seriously <laughs> it's, it's great and it's the saddest thing ever and it's the best so um clan ads really special to me and ali would would confirm um number four uh justin so i only put two anime on my list log horizon was the first one and i had i thought really hard about what other anime i would put on this list finally i picked gargantia on the verderous planet and i guarantee no one else has heard come, of it come again no what is that? yeah i haven't heard of gargantia it. on the verderous planet uh I, I don't know if those were words but oh nope google they're came not. up right away yep they're not <laughs> yeah it's um this was this is a really really special show to me. It's 13 episodes. I want to say it came out 2013, 12, somewhere in that range. And at first I was kind of iffy cuz it's a mecha anime. And typically mecha animes are tropey. There's not a lot that really pushes the genre forward. There's a few shows but none typically have like your stereotypical big mecha. It's typically the ones with the smaller ones that really push the show forward. And the first episode of Gargantia didn't really catch my attention. It's not until the very end of the first episode, where because basically the show is about this, um, it's about this intergalactic space fleet, and one of the members gets separated and ends up on a planet that's not on any of their star maps, and it's revealed to be Earth. And so it just goes from there. The planet has basically flooded, and the only people left on Earth live on giant floating barges. And it's genuinely one of the most beautiful-looking shows I've ever seen. The way they did the water, the way they did the ships, it all just looks so wonderful. And it takes everything about mech animes and it just it switches it. Because the mech barely plays a role up until the end of the season. And by the time it does come into play, you've kind of you've grown to love the characters. There's kind of this um the the main love story in the show between the two characters, uh, Leto and Amy, Leto being uh, the intergalactic space soldier. It's just, it's so the traditional two different worlds kind of falling in love. There's a big twist, I think, episode nine. Everything about the show was just unexpected. I don't think anyone thought it would be as good as it is. And to this day, it's just kind of an underrated gem. And they were going to make a season two. They canceled it, but enough people liked the show. They're going to publish that as a novel instead. Nice. So I highly recommend getting into it. It's short, sweet, wonderful. Cool. Yeah, the poster looks pretty cool. Um can I, I don't know that might take the cake on the random animes but that was uh, <laughs> i've seen the first episode actually now that oh, i looked okay. it up but i have not seen the rest yeah that's I, me I, with, that's, I was like that's, mm, and then i stopped that's me with animes. i get so I watch much better first it gets episodes, yeah. so much better than the first episode okay. i might check it out now michelle what is your number four my number four is invader zoom oh, yes. so nice so amazing and like it's the kind of thing when i was a kid 
this freaked me out like so bad. And my sister was older and she loved it. And then I was a teenager and I rewatched it. I was like, oh my God, this is like amazing. Like it's so gross, but so funny. And it's such an original idea. And like the voice acting is like top notch and the story is really interesting. And it's so like, it's like, how did they, how did Nickelodeon decide like this is what they wanted? Because it is such a like creepy, gross show, but it's so good. Yeah. It's Oh man, Invaders! I'm so so yeah, so super amazing. super defining show in animation. Yes. Super important for like the history for of sure. Avatar too. Brian was the art director. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, is this on your list, Justin, or did you just react because uh, you reacted? I, I I just love this show okay. because it's can I be a mongoose dog? Gur is my childhood. I yeah. Okay. I'll say Gur's doom song in episode one. I think, right? it is <laughs> yes, so it good. is episode one. So the good. most so good. that was like the most quoted thing for a year when I was a kid. Like, oh my god. Yep. Yeah. Is there me bacon too. in the soap. Yeah, I was thinking about the bacon and the soap yeah. also. All right. um, I made a mess. I made a mess. <laughs> Delaney, what is your number four? Oh, and I had to put my list away because now I don't need it because I know I can tell you my top four easily and Gravity Falls is number four. Okay. And I'm shocked that you don't like that you had this on honorable mentions because you said like it's, you know, you know, for, you know, sometimes they're hurt because they're not done. Gravity Falls, unfortunately, Gravity Falls is, is over. Gravity Falls is done, yeah. And um, for me, like, of course, Dylan and I, and Britt uh, covered Gravity Falls, and like you can go back and listen to like me just talk about this all the time. But uh, the sibling relationship on Gravity Falls is really, really important to me. You don't really get a lot of um, kind of positive brother sister relationships. I have a younger brother. No, we're not twins, but we act like it sometimes. And just everything about Gravity Falls is just wonderful. Of course, the show changed a lot. You know, we have you know season one, the like monster of the week but of course it's still good and then of course season two gravity falls became arguably one of the best animated series ever like it's i think it it's up there i mean i mean it's on my list here it's up there with the likes of legend of korra and avatar for me and i just love gravity falls so much i'm so sad that it's over and i uh, just every kind of there are a lot there's a lot of things about gravity falls that just like hurt me because it's like oh there could have been more it would have been so good but I just I think Gravity Falls is just excellent. It's just everything about it. Yes, a uh, bit male dominated, but I it's still I really really love Gravity Falls. Yeah, I mean look, Gravity Falls is great. Like even in two seasons, it's immense its place right. among some of the best ever. I don't quite think it's in this tier, um, but I'm absolutely open to the to being in the discussion. But for me, it's like slightly outside, which is why it didn't make my top. But yeah, obviously right. it's great. And check out our earlier podcasts on that. Um, I already talked about my number four, Code Lyoko. So let's go to Justin's number three. Number uh, my number three is Avatar: The Last Airbender. Uh, okay, why so only? Low. Why only three? <laughs> what? <laughs> so low, okay. guys. So this low. is very, very much based on my personal opinions. This is definitely my favorite, and also, uh, this is sappy. You're gonna kill me for it. Not just the shows that are my favorites, but I think the shows that help define who I am and also like what I'm doing with my life now. And so, I mean, Avatar did definitely play a huge role. I remember. I don't think I appreciated it as much when it first aired because I was eight when the show started. Looking back, I didn't appreciate Avatar as much then as I do now. Like I just rewatched it for probably the third or fourth time. And just every time I watch it, just it gets better and better and better. The characterization was so well done. Everything about the show, I forgot like how sympathetic Iroh was even at the beginning. Like even when he was portrayed as a villain, he was just such an or with the villains, quote unquote. He was such a good character and just so well-rounded. And all the characters were like that. Even the minor characters, they get their arcs. And then that's why I love season three so much. When they bring back all these minor characters, you really care because they made you care the first time. It it 
it did so much world building so well in such a short amount of time. They knew they were only going to have about 60 episodes and they made every second count. Yep. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about, uh, Oh yeah. Avatar. Again, so. <laughs> Dylan and I have the same top two. It just, like... we'll see in what order though. That'll be interesting. Um, Y'all are going to kill me for my top two. I know. I, I will. Oh, I, I was going to say, uh, I, I will objectively say Justin's, uh, three and six are wrong. So there's your <laughs> official oh pronouncement. They are official. declared wrong by Dylan. Okay. Uh, Michelle, what is your number three? My number three is Revolutionary Girl Utena. Uh, anyway, seen it. Uh, nope. No, you're going to make Sam very you, you happy. Oh, man. And, and, and like okay, two, if you like, like the universe yeah. and you're okay with like super adult themes and lots of metaphors, um, you should watch Revolutionary Girl Utena. The, the, the influence of Utena on Steven Universe are like pretty undeniable so much. Anytime you see someone pull a little sword out of somebody else or like be really gay, I feel like it's <laughs> mostly because of Utena, to be honest. The show is so be freaking really good. It, it definitely isn't, I mean, I it, this is literally the second anime I ever watched in my life, so I was in way over my head. Wait, is it is it gay? Cause now it I is super it. gay. Okay, it is I'll the gayest everyone. <laughs> everyone has sex with everyone. But like, it's also really dark. It has a lot of really messed up themes, but it also has like literally some of the most like amazing, compelling character development in one of the characters I've ever seen in my life. Um, and even when I was, like, 15 and didn't know what was going on, like, I still, like, bawled my eyes out at the end because it was so, so good. Um, it's also one of the most, like, super feminist things I've ever seen. And it handles you know, a number of things, like, very, very well. Um, um, lots of trigger warnings for, like, abuse and sexual assault and, like, things like that. But, I mean, if you keep an open mind and you're okay with that... It's a really, really, really amazing show. Like it will stand the test of time. Yeah, I have not. Gay and feminist are my requirements for watching things. It is so it. good, Delaney. Oh my god, your life will be changed. I don't watch anime. This will be my first anime. Okay, Go for it. Like, don't even with that. Get that out of here. Get that statement out of here. Retract. I literally, don't get that. Watch. Retract that statement. Um, yeah, I don't. I, can't. I haven't seen. Ruby's Utena the closest yet, but thing to anime. It's obviously a classic, and yeah. Um, so good. Glad, glad uh, you're bringing this you perspective to this. Delaney, really talk about your number three Steven Universe. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Dylan knows me so well. Um, and no, Dylan and I did not share our list with each other. Like, we just, you I mean, know. Obviously, that's number three. Obviously, like. Steven Universe is number three. So, like, it's like, I remember when Steven, like, when people, like, when Steven Universe start, first came on, and I was like, that looks stupid. I'm not going to watch it. Whatever. Because at that point, I decided Cartoon Network was dumb, and everything they were showing was dumb. And I was just like, no. And then... Sam and Dylan were like, Delaney, you have to watch Steven Universe, blah, 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 blah. And Steven Universe is just... Steven Universe, honestly, has, like, kind of changed my a lot of my perceptions about animation and just, like, the kind of, like, I couldn't like the new Powerpuff Girls if I hadn't watched Steven first. And I just think Steven Universe is just, like, yes, it's not over yet. Yes, it got it had a little... Not really a rough start, but there are some episodes in there that aren't the best. But Steven Universe is just... it's. Right, it's the most progressive show on television right now, and it's just so beautiful and fun and great. And to have a and to have a male lead like Stephen, and in so, such wonderful female um, characters, like it's just like I am yeah. just gonna, yeah. Like yeah. I'm so glad cetera, Steven Universe exists. Cetera. I needed something after <laughs> so yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right? Like it's a great very course. true. I assume, and it's gay, so I'm here for this. Obviously. I assume J Michelle or Justin will have it in the top 
too, but I'm not sure. Interesting. I, Michelle well, that has, is your assumption. Michelle has not has not said Avatar Corey yet either, so I'm about to get very upset. So uh, you have learned not to assume well, anything you about me. Yeah. Michelle's list is all anime. So no, yeah, Michelle's not. list is just anime. Speaking. She's not here about Harry Arnold and Vader Zim. So speaking of anime, my number three and my favorite anime ever is Pueya Magi Madoka Magica. Uh, Madoka is what you'll call it. Uh, here it oh, is. I know that. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. Haven't seen it. Need it, to watch it's it. It's pretty I mainstream. Know. It's okay. Yeah, um, is, that the magic, is that the magical girl anime? So yeah. Magical, so Madoka it's is the, the dark subversion. It's, it's the magical girl anime. That's spoilers that it's a dark subversion. But yes, it's a dark yeah. subversion is the magical girl trope. And this is um, this shows everything. In one season, it does more than any other show I've ever seen, including like any show. Like you watch more shows, Dylan. Uh, do you, like it's first season. Have you seen the first? Like this, this I've one seen th- it. I've seen all of it. I've even seen the the movie. It's, uh, it's, and I'm not even include talking about the movies here. I'm talking about the movie's a mess. Season. We yeah, shouldn't talk about it. Uh, we're not talking about that. Like, but like twelve episodes. It's perfect. I mean, like, what else is it? it's 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 you need to watch it. Watch. Uh, the classic thing is like watch until the end of episode three. Like, <laughs> give it some time, and then uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's the perfect show. Um, and so all the queer baiting, right? I don't think it's baiting. I think it's like <laughs> I, I don't. Think I like, think it certainly I, is. I mean, you can argue that, but like, I I think that it's like clearly. I think it's it's. I obviously don't go for a romance plotline, but like it's there, and like that the finale is all um, her doing things for her. Like, I think it's I think it's it's not baiting, but. Anyway, uh, it's it's perfect. It's my favorite anime ever, um, et cetera, et cetera. It, along with Clinton, are always my number one and two. Um, Justin, what is your number two? So last night I ended up telling Michelle my lesson. We were working on the outline for the Steven Roundtable. I flipped my number one and two while we were doing this podcast because I really th- started thinking about it. And when it comes down to what influenced me more, this is only number two, Steven Universe. Okay. Okay. I... I know uh, a lot of you guys came in a bit later on Steven. I was very wary of it. I had heard Rebecca Sugar was working on it, so I was kind of interested. Cartoon Network had no clue how to promote it. From its like first promos before it started airing, it looked very Uncle Grandpa-esque. I had no interest. I was just sitting in my room one day. I think it was the premiere. Gem Glow was just kind of on in the background. Didn't pay attention. The moment Laser Light Cannon started, from like the moment they started talking, I, I just sat up and paid attention. And it was that episode. By the end of just those 11 minutes, I knew this was something special. And I just fallen in love. And from then on, I was in love with this show. Watched every episode. Was always just so hungry for more. And then eventually, Steven Universe is actually what led me to join Overly Animated. So, that's my little spiel. I feel the same way about Laser Light Cannon also. I remember when those two came out and I was feeling kind of iffy about Jungle, but then Laser Light Cannon came on and I was like, oh, it's going to be okay. This is, there's something really special here. I totally understand that. Okay. Um, Yeah, obviously Steven Universe is great, et cetera, et cetera. Let's know our podcast on it. Michelle, what is your number two? Um, I kind of cheated. Um, if you I, ranked I Avatar can't. and Korra together, I did. not allowed. I can't do that. I already no. did it. It's done. Okay, I, I was not together. allowed to do that. It you told impossible. me I couldn't. What do you like to? I would like to officially disqualify to Michelle from this uh, podcast. She told me last night I was not allowed done. to do that. Allowed? You can't do that. It's not allowed. I couldn't you choose, brought- you guys. Okay, briefly talk about what they mean to you, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, well, Avatar, Avatar is just like, again, it's, I think it's one of those shows that you, if you had, if you have no idea what you're watching at first, um, you're super like pr- pleasantly surprised by how 
amazing um, and great it is and how consistently funny and compelling and how far they go with characters and like how great the world building is. Um, Dave says the Machina aside, last episode, so season three. Um, it's just such a, and again, I feel like, like some of these episodes we talked about, it, it probably was a, a game changer in a different way um, for a lot of children's animated shows, especially for Western animated shows. Like, there wasn't anything quite like Avatar before Avatar, you know? And it, it's just such a, it's one of those shows that's going to age super well and be consistently top quality. Um, yeah. And Korra, I mean, is like the next chapter. And there are a lot of things like Korra does that Avatar didn't quite do. And there are things Korra didn't do as well that Avatar did. So it's it's hard to choose one objectively. It's hard to choose, the but other. hard choices cop must out. be made. Cop uh, out. Yeah, cop out. Well, there you go. There you go. Okay. Michelle, also give us your number one. Oh, it's Steven Universe. So talk about Steven Universe. Steven Universe is amazing. It, I, I have not been so invested in something since, like, Harry Potter. So that that probably dates me. But Steven, it's just such a... It, it just it did so many things I, like, didn't even, like... I couldn't have hoped for in a, a, a kid's show and, like, an animated show and, like, a show. Um... It's just so, there's so many things about it. Like, it makes you feel good. Like, it, it tackles, like, so many different kinds of, like, character and, like, relationships and, like, metaphorically what people mean and just, like, so many things. And it has, it has it in such, like, a, a deft way, which I think is, like, kind of amazing because, like, it could have been really, like, in your face about all these things and it really wasn't. And it, it made it so ambiguous to a point that like pretty much anyone could identify with certain aspects of the show um which i think is pretty amazing and great um yeah it's i mean yeah obviously like we talk about it a lot it's such a good show like you you make like fan vids for it and like it's very meaningful to you right it's very meaningful right yeah like et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, it's it's and, the, and at the core, of these are personalists. Um, I'm saving the main event for last, which is me with whether Delaney or I have Avatar core higher. <laughs> Justin, what is your number one? I'm a special little snowflake, Dylan. Uh, my number one would happen to be the massive franchise Total Drama. So this is also not a show, but okay. Well, it's multiple seasons. But each I season's guess, yeah. kind of standalone. You know, I'm not shocked. So Justin has been recapping Total Drama Island on the Overly Animated blog, overlyanimated.com slash category slash blogs. But yes, talk about what that show means to you. So this show started back the summer of 2008. Um, this was kind of a weird, rough time in my life. I didn't, I kind of felt lost, like, as a person. I know I'm getting kind of sentimental. But um, I had grown up from a very young age watching Survivor. And so, when basically animated Survivor started, this was this felt like my show. This it felt like this was made just for me, the perfect show that the show I would have made. And it started off such a simple premise, animated reality show, and they stuck to it. And I don't think a lot of shows would have actually been brave enough to get rid of a character every single episode, more or less. And I think it's because they did that and actually stuck to their premise that they really built a following. And it kept going. They made a second season, and then a third, and then they made a fourth that was kind of so-so. But then fifth, sixth, they made a spinoff that was still in that universe. And to this day, it's technically not over. We don't know if we're getting another season, but it's not over. So for basically the back half of my life, this show has been there. And 
I fell in love from the first moment I saw the first episode. I I have so many ships for this show. This show is what introduced me to fan fiction, introduced me to fan fandom. This is the show that truly I think set me on the path to wanting to do what I do now, wanting to actually analyze animation and study it and really look at tropes in it. And so I think without this show, just my life would be completely different. And I was going to put it at number two because it is so obscure to most people, but I think it would just be a complete disservice to how much it has impacted me as a person. Nice. Good, good choice. Okay, fair Definitely point. personal list. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad, glad you phrased it like that. So now I can't say that you're wrong, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good job. Justin. Good job. That's nice. And yeah, check out Justin's been writing about it every week. Check it out on overlandmade.com. So, uh, Delaney and I both have Korra and Avatar as uh, some combination, as one and two. I do not know which Delaney is ranked higher. <laughs> she does not know which I have ranked higher. This has been this has been debated back to our last podcast on From the Spirit World uh, when we re- we t- like ranked that. I think we did an episode ranking of Korra and yep. we talked about this a little bit. Um, this is the eternal question. It will go reside forever. W- which is better, Avatar, Korra, Delaney? Which did you have as number one? The Legend of Korra. Legend of Korra, ding, ding, ding. Where's my Rob Bell? But uh, why have you are at this? Has it been flip flopping for you since Korra ended, or has it always been Korra? Um, it's been flip flopping since Korra ended. Um, if if people have listened to from the Spirit World and or um, but I'm gonna restate here. Um, during Korra, I so I, I'm in college and I've been, I've arguably of the people on from the spirit world i have seen cora in its entirety the most i have rewatched cora i mean I that doesn't this... mean anything but yeah no no i'm for, I'm for context i have seen i own all of them on blu-ray i have showed like there was for a while at school i was showing like multiple people i was guys you have to watch cora so i got like i think I definitely have five people. These are five separate times that I have gone through all four seasons. That's where we're going with, with this. We're talking about you rewatching it with people. No, okay. This is why. But my thing is like because I've rewatched it so much, and it's like that was part of why my opinion of it has changed. Bef- back when I think when we recorded, I had Avatar as my favorite because Avatar like changed my life. But based on like the past like year and a half, The Legend of Korra has truly changed my life. Legend of Korra helped me discover my sexuality and it's just like Le- Legend of Korra means so much to me. And book three of Korra is the best season of television. Not not just animation, television ever. Like book three of Korra is just indescribably good. Um <laughs> the characters in Korra are so important to me. I just The Legend of Korra is like the best animated show ever. I best show ever just like Cora is just it for me Cora was also I'm gonna be sappy like Justin Cora is how I ended up meeting Dylan and everyone on the podcast I never really got involved in fandom I got really excited when Legend of Cora was coming out and I actually started to listen to podcasts for the first time that's how I got on with Dongwu Fang from Spirit Roll that's how all of this happened four years later here I am and it's just Legend of Korra is just so important, and it's just everything that Korra has done. Like just the ending of Korra, to, like even though everything before that is amazing, the ending to Korra like just changed yeah. like my entire life. And it's yeah. just that's what television should be. That's what it just Legend of Korra is just beautiful and amazing, and it's just like the best thing ever. Nice, go sign. Uh, talk about Avatar. So um, I've always said this before, like Avatar was the show that I needed when it was on, like when I was growing up, and Korra was the show that I needed when I was that age watching Korra. Uh, like Toph is such an important character character to me. Toph is yeah. me, like to watch a show and have Toph, and also just like Avatar is just amazing. Like it's the really 
that was also probably one of the first shows I really got into. Um, Avatar is the first show I actually ever actively shipped something on. I understood I was shipping something. Katang forever, <laughs> by the way. And like my first email was Katanger forever or something ridiculous. And just, just Avatar is just amazing. And yes, it's hard, you know, Avatar and Korra, but just to me, Legend of Korra is, you know, just that's just that's just how this list played out. Love Avatar doesn't mean I love Avatar any less. More personally just, meaning for you, Korra, for sure. But right. Avatar, uh, amazing, tough, like just everything about Avatar, incredible, of course. And would it be the same if these were best, best rankings? Yes. It's, Legend of Korra would okay. be number one and okay. Avatar would be number two if this was the best ranking. Okay. The rest of the list would change. Top two would not. Yeah. Okay, nice. Um, so, again, I also have Korra and Avatar in some order, one and two. Uh, this has also been changing for me since Cora ended. It's an, the, the impossible did you, question. Did you to do answer. an opposite me? <laughs> did we flip flop each other? We did not flip flop. I also have Cora <laughs> as number one. Um, oh. Avatar is Avatar: Last Airbender is number two. Mostly as a screw you to people who uh, do not think Cora is good. And the person who sent me an ask saying, uh, "We all know Avatar is going to be your number one." No, I put Cora as no, number pop. one. Um, Cosine Delaney saying book three of Korra is the best television season of all time. Um, that's the primary factor here. Uh, secondary factor. And if you want to know why, go back and listen to From the Spirit. Go listen to From the Spirit Worlds during it, right? Um, Korra, uh, they're both, I mean, they're both like the most important thing to me. Like it's whatever it's, it's, it's apples and oranges. Um, I mean, Avatar, I've never been as intent. Like when Avatar ended, like, it's like, okay, I'll never be as into anything as I was to Avatar. That's like defining my life. I mean, it's like running a fan site, running a podcast. Like, uh, we, we, Jake and I had like title spoilers during that, during Avatar. (laughs) And it was like everything about that. It's so crazy. And, uh, this like mid 2000s, so it wasn't like a stupid Tumblr. It was like actual internet forums. Um, yeah. Yeah. I said it. Tumblr stupid, but, um, we already knew that. And then, but then Cora and then, Korra became also life-defining like while I was like older and cynical like that's crazy but um it's it's like I was just as into it like the 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 hype the 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 highs of during book three and book four of Korra like never I now I truly know never again will I be as into anything now that Korra has ended um I mean look it's I, I think it can might be hard for people to swallow Korra as number one when book two happened um but that's not looking at the bigger picture and also book two is a very good season of television even if it right. had four subpar episodes i think the second half is very good the finale is good uh, it also has um new spiritual age which is one of my favorites uh book three is the best season of television ever core book one is underrated it's very good yep, and core true. book four it would be in my top five seasons of television ever which i know not everyone agrees with but uh i mean the finale also the finale is super meaningful to me um like it's it's uh like Cora's like it, it's great. I don't think, and I don't know if history will uh, confirm Delaney and I's opinions. I'm not confident about that. I do know that Korra may, might go down as the best looking uh, animated show ever. That's yeah. possible. Yeah, that's um, possible. It's it, like, like the fact, like, even if we improve technology, it might not get better. Yeah, better honestly. Like, there's the, the, con- the, con- the convergence of factors in book three, like, will never happen again. Um, and it's, I mean, Mike and Brian are the two Mike and Brian shows geniuses. Uh, it's Avatar. I like Avatar book two is one of the greatest seasons of television ever. I'd probably put it number two. Um, Avatar book three and Avatar books one are also very good. I think people look back on Avatar with slightly too much fondness. I think that it's not significantly better than Korra. I think that's like Avatar also had its problems, you know, like for, for everything that, 
the beginning of, of uh, book two of Korahad. There's also the beginning of book one of Avatar. Um, and then there's like the down points during book three. That being said, I mean, it's an absurdly incredible show. Uh, production wise, uh, you also have to take this into account. You like ask, go ask Mike and Brian which show is better. Uh, they'll laugh at you if you think it's Avatar. Like, Korra yeah. is insanely better production-wise, um, and they care more about that stuff than us, right? But, um, like, just the animation, it's no contest. I mean, you Yeah, had, just, you have like, to look at them. Korra is this, honestly like, the yeah. most gorgeous thing that's, and, like, like, ever existed. This is a list of the best, anima- like, favorite animated series. I put the best-looking animated series of all time. Like, I think that's fine, <laughs> you know? Uh, so there's there's the defense. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, uh, I, I, I agree. I, I know most of you will probably not have core above Avatar and think that's silly, but maybe those arguments will convince you and go back and listen to that last from the spirit world we did, I guess, uh, of Korra. And, I mean, yeah, just life-defining shows for me, of course. Like, um, I honestly think Korra has, like, I know we said, you know, history might not, but I do think Korra has changed the game. It certainly, I think, changed people's expectations for what they want from animation, and I think that might be, that might be Korra's biggest legacy. Is I think, I think, I think looking back, Core and Steven Universe will have yeah, uh, I feel absolutely like, opened yeah. up uh, right. animation to being uh, way more progressive, and uh, that in turn will have opened up society. Like I honestly think it's that important that uh, yeah. shows uh, that shows the kids watch are are uh, going in that direction. So this is like also like society like defining too. Um, okay, we've been through all of our lists. Uh, comments, anyone? No. Anyone have <laughs> anyone have balloons for the anniversary? Balloons. Balloons. This was yeah. this was great. Or yeah. Kazoos. So this is podcast um one I don't even know what it is. One ninety six. One ninety seven. Right. Yeah. So uh we have done one year one hundred ninety seven podcasts. Wow. That is Man. about um that's over one a day. That's over one every other day, right? Right. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Um, we we did seven or eight years of From the Spirit World, and we did not do this many. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, the uh, why did that happen, Dylan? Because we From the Spirit World was weekly, and it wasn't every week. And there's like a year when we didn't do podcasts, and also um, it's one show. And it's yeah. one show, and also From the Spirit World were like two hours long, and these are half an hour long. So, oh yeah. Although, you know, although this guys, is over. We now. had six hours of Cora coverage. Just so if you want to if you want to yeah. go back to our Cora book. Book four finale. Look at listen to our six hours six of coverage hours. on it. That's yeah. because you let everyone make their own top ten list. No, that wasn't even part no. of it. Is that that was a separate no. podcast. Yeah, the oh. core finale. Yeah, it's just the core finale. First, we had three hours at midnight after it aired, and we're all screaming for three hours. And then the next day, we did another three hours where we were screaming quieter. Like that was that was six <laughs> hours of core yeah. finale coverage. Uh, you can still check out from the spirit world, by the way, dongbufeng.net slash podcast, U-N-G-B-O-F-E-N-G.net. Somehow Jake is still paying the bills. I don't understand. I think but... it's still on iTunes. That's where I found yeah. it. Yeah, still be on iTunes. 158 from the spirit worlds and um, 196. Uh, and we're going to record set or seven. And we're even record eight uh, tonight, too. And uh of this in one year so that's good um thanks thank you so much for those of you who've listened all year to from the spirit world or to nope but also to, <laughs> to, to the overly other animated. so i have the page up right now it's overly animated and those who listen to us on uh fdsw which 
I think it's actually the majority of you. Like, yeah, I'm we, pretty we, sure we haven't actually. The, the biggest problem with podcasts was we haven't grown that much. We're still kind of sitting on our FDSW audience, um, which is a problem. If it continues like that, it's not sustainable. But uh, thank you for those who have listened. Like, uh, it's it's been great. I, this has been better than I thought. I didn't think we'd do almost 200 podcasts in a year. Like, that's that's kind of crazy. Um, thank you so much to Delaney, Justin, Michelle, Sam, uh, Mel. Uh, Britt, Jeff, um, everyone involved with Allie. Allie was even on a podcast or two. Uh, everyone involved with From the Spirit World. Um, special that shout out to Delaney, who is probably on 120 of these, I would say. <laughs> and, probably. Uh, a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. I, we have to count. We have to go back and count. I actually could count because oh, we have those emails for the the right. uh, the, the money, right? So, right, okay. yeah. We could ca- so we we can, can we count. We can sum it up. Um, thank you so much to our patrons. Uh Really appreciate you guys, uh, patrons past and present. Um, uh, we talk on the Facebook group, and it's uh, it's consider becoming a patron, being part further part of the community, but also, of course, understand if you just listen and even if you support us by reblogging and retweeting. Um, this is a great time to give us iTunes reviews for the thirty of you who are still listening an hour twenty minutes into this podcast. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. is, this is the long. Is this the longest? No, no, overly no, no, animated? no, 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 no. Did we have one over an hour and a half? No, we, we went hour forty minutes on the Avatar Survivor cast. Yeah, but that was that was tied for the longest with something else and me and delaney talked I think about it was a, um yeah we, we just re- we longest. recently did origins for an hour and a half so this is not that's what it was yeah. okay uh, me and right. mel i think talked about something yes. for an hour 40 i feel like i don't know um, it's probably it's one of the it's probably a, one of the movies yeah the survivor all-stars will probably go for two hours let's I will be not let that happen i <laughs> promise make, make it happen i want to beat the tyson cast <laughs> can't beat the tyson cast it's actually it i mean four hours well we had uh from the spirit world that went almost three hours but yeah the tyson cast is not yeah i can't beat it we anyway. had we had from the spirit world podcast that like we broke three hours then we had a few like episode discussions that were almost three hours yeah it's uh check, check out those ones actually actually good point justin shout out to rob sesternino who's been my biggest podcasting influence this past year um, I will constantly listen to Rob as a podcast, uh, and that's like my major influence. I've started. I've, I've noticed. I've started even copying his mannerisms when podcasting. Like, yes, uh, you do. You yeah. were asked for his bell tonight. I did ask for the bell. That's not what I mean, though. I've been doing the Oh my God a little bit, but which is totally him. But um, big, big podcasting influence. Uh, uh, th- despite me podcasting for longer than him, of course, because I was uh, a very early podcaster. But to, just to pat myself on the little baby but, Dylan. Um, yeah, fourteen-year-old Dylan starting a podcast and. Um, thank you so much for supporting us. By the way, yeah, the third of you listening, if you all give us iTunes reviews, you will like triple the number of reviews that we have. So that will be very helpful. That'd be amazing. Um, Please do. Seriously, though, those, those are important. Like, it's we're we not read gonna... them and we love them. Well, there's that, and there's also and we boost, love it you. boosts us on like the iTunes <laughs> listings, which are pretty important to more people finding the podcast. So that's very important. Um, so do please consider doing that. Um, and of course, consider becoming a Patreon on Patreon.com/slash Overly Animated. Um, I read the po- patrons every podcast, but let's read them again. Um, patrons past and present, Shayna, Mitch, Cordell, Beatrice, Nate, Andy, Jamie, Rachel, John, Ryan, Catherine, Taylor. Um, Fever, Morch, Canonius, Lee Beach, Dane, Nathan, Fillion, Buzz Like Your Mailman, Richard, Rose, Jennifer, Brian, Cookie Cat, Needle. Uh, the next nicknames are getting progressively better, I think. 
as we we're, we're learning we're, we're figuring learning. it out thank you so much to you guys uh for financially supporting the podcast the past year it's like the podcast is like slightly profitable so let's completely <laughs> thanks to our patrons <laughs> and by and by slightly i mean literally these guys get like three dollars a month so that's that's what i mean it's good that. stuff so, guys yeah. cashed in all my chips steam summer sale yeah, don't don't use that all. Uh, don't use it all at once, young man. Um, <laughs> that's what I should have said. Man. But that just yeah. allowance. Yeah, just in this, yeah three um, month allowance. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I, I thank you so much, guys. We're going to continue like the the plans normal for now. I hope to get some more movie discussions going. I hope to get uh, Justin and other people hosting these. They haven't happened yet, but. <gasps> oh, once I'm on campus, life is life will be beautiful. I promise. I just yeah. need that sweet, sweet internet. Your internet has held up for the most part, but yeah. So um, thanks. I have no excuse. I'm just busy. Um, I mean, yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> Delaney continues to be on like every podcast despite busy. And yeah. Anyway, um, thanks. So Hosting much. is extra busy though. <laughs> Eh, yeah, it is. I mean, yeah. There's there's more to the, to what I do than what it seems like. There's more. There's That's slightly true. more. Although I do have been making Justin and Michelle do the outlines for the at least one of them. Least, this so. is also true. Yeah, I so, volunteer. That's good because Quite I would not have put through a Greg. I would not have like made a Greg outline. That would not have happened. So no, um, there would have been no Greg outline. Whatever happens, me. unless I push for it really, really hard. Yeah, that's good. Okay, so stick with us, guys. We're going to continue our coverage of the current shows we're doing. Um, considering uh there's a few shows i'm considering i need to check out loud house um yeah okay i, yeah. I, I, yeah. Was, yeah. I need to get caught up I but yes. i was keeping yeah. up with it when it um like oh. i was keeping up with the news for it right before it came out but i just haven't managed to yeah, catch yeah. the episode. and i talked about it before it aired yeah i was that show was on my radar before it aired so steve our frequent emailer keep has bugged me about it um but yeah we'll see we'll see if that's a show we want to cover and uh oh i forgot to troll with the new powerpuff i was gonna say number one on my list the new yeah, powerpuff we girls have. yeah i was gonna Let's, say yeah we have waged war ladies and gentlemen no don't don't say we're not no. saying any names but yeah check out our tumblr for uh, a great response by me i'd like to say um it's pretty and yeah thanks sexy. thanks guys uh okay we i should have stopped earlier because we still have another podcast for but yeah yes we do <laughs> yes that's fun but yeah thanks uh, thank you again to you guys and patrons and goes and whatever they uh, leave your comments give us your comments for your list by the way i want to i want to see your guys list and then i'll tell you where you're wrong so thanks for listening guys we will see you next time bye bye, bye.